Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Monumentous event. Monumentous. The flying across the Atlantic was another. <laughs> and the podcast will get on iTunes this week was yeah. another one. No, if only Steve Jobs were alive to see this. He would be waiting. It only took one year. If he were still around, it probably would have done a lot faster. Yeah, a little under a year. But yeah, finally. That's oh, it took about eight about. months. We got to talk about our year anniversary show. Oh, yeah. Good call. If you missed the news, we are now available on iTunes. And oddly enough, I submitted the the podcast again two nights ago. And they, they and took me to the screen I've never seen. And it was like the iTunes, iTunes Connect. And uh, it said the reason it was holding it up was the artwork. It wasn't the right size. So I checked the dimensions. It was the right size. So I just deleted it, re-uploaded the same exact photo. No changes. Worked like a charm. We're now available. What the yeah. heck? The photo. It doesn't make I any feel sense. Like and it took him like six months to tell us that? Yeah. The people that you were dealing photo. with are that are equivalent to that of Comcast customer service reps. Oh. You know, you, they hang up the phone with you and they completely – they don't do what they what you ask them to do because they don't have to. They, they get paid minimum wage. They get no bonus for – Helping someone, you know, get iTunes. Right, they don't care. No, they don't care. It, it, you have to, like, grab them by the wrist and drag them through the mud to get them to do what you And do. you can tell when they're you're talking to someone that's minimum wage that doesn't give a shit. I remember I was talking Funny. to some rep. I forget where it was, but I had to leave a message for somebody. And it was clearly, like, some girl. I was interrupting her Facebook time at the front desk. Oh. And she, I go, yeah, was so-and-so there? She goes, yeah, I'll, uh, he's not here. I'll take a message. All right, thanks a lot. I said, don't you want me to give you my, my number? She says, I'll look it up. Like I'm, uh, I'm like, just fucking lie to me and take no, it, you know? She's like, I'll look it up. I'm like, so you're not going to spend 10 seconds to write down, you know? Pretend to write down. Uh, right. To me, yeah. Give you I'm writing that. I mean, I, I pretend to write something down just to be nice every time anybody yep. ever asks me before I transfer you, would you like me to have that number? Yep. You know, I just don't want to, I don't know why it seems rude to say no, but I don't really write it down. I'm sitting there, I, I glance around, there's no pen within, within arm's reach, mm-hmm. so then I fake it. Okay, uh, right. 215, 215. Yeah, exactly. And we all do that. 
Five, the seven, best is zero. when they ask, <laughs> they ask you to repeat it back, and you're like, uh, uh I, I, I just no, want I got to it. go at four. Uh, and I'll tell you something else, too. Bye. If somebody Bye. ever uh, gives me information that's so pertinent and tells me to write it down, if it's so pertinent, I have them text me so they can write it down. Because I once worked security yes. for a, a, a guy in the city, and uh, you know, I won't mention any names of the company, but he wasn't. Uh, he, he wasn't Bandly. such a great leader. I'm not going to say he was a bad boss because he gave us some pretty good jobs. Wasn't a great leader, lacked some leadership qualities. Right. You give bad information, blame it on you. Oh. So one night I'm, I'm waiting to go to the, uh, to the club. Test me. And uh, he calls me up, but he says, Why I'm not? He asked me why I wasn't there. I said, Because you told me it wasn't supposed to be until 10 30. No, I told you to write that down, Biscar. I told you to write that down. That's why I told you to write that down. I said, Why did you write it down? So and so. I wrote it down. I'm looking at so it right here. It so. says 10 30. No, I told you six o'clock on Sunday. No, you didn't because I wrote this down. And, you know, it starts to mess with my head a little bit. I'm like, Did I really? Dick that up so bad that I didn't know the difference between 6 and 10.30. Was it my fault? Then, of course, I get to work, and the other guys are like, what the hell? He told me 10.30. I'm sorry. I'm late. So I said, aha, I wasn't the only one. So always get somebody. If they give you information, you have to be somewhere on time. You tell them to write it down and text you, and then you got it concrete, and it's on them. Yeah, and it's on them, and that's the worst when you have the people, the bosses that are kind of in that phase in their life where they don't really care, and you can tell they're, like, you know, hauling ass and to work, and they're – there's all kinds of problems going on, and they blame it on you. And you're like, just, just retire. Who didn't do this? Just quit. Who didn't yeah. do this? Yeah. That's no, the worst. You didn't, didn't tell me to do it. You're the boss. Have you guys ever heard of an escape room? This concept, it's brand new to me. No, oh, I have one. I've heard of the man cave, which I don't have any room for in my little one bedroom. Escape room. escape room? Not. It's not like a like panic a room. room. That's what that I thought it was. Escape from? Is there like a fallout shelter? It was like this thing. Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's this thing. I guess people pay money to go, and it's like a it's a gimmick where you spend money, you have an hour in a themed room, and you have to look for clues to escape. And there's like a scenario. Where, so anyway, we did one for work today, and it was uh, team building. Team, that's what it was. It was a team building exercise, and it was basically they put you in a room. You pick a theme. I picked the twenties theme because I'm like, yeah, twenties. It's kind of cool, like Montgomery. Were you a character the whole time? I, I started off with you it. No one appreciated it, but I was like, yeah, I read Great Gatsby like three times. I know the twenties. <laughs> so so based on my idea, we go to this room, and, it, and they give you clues and everything like that. And we went to lunch before, and I, I just ordered a drink and everyone started drinking so I got everyone liquored up nice. so it would go like smooth so it was a shit show by the time we get there my nice. boss is driving and like swerving <laughs> and, you know it, we're like a couple drinks away so we go to this room and I thought it would be clues like you know clue the game you know right it was Mr. Mustard who done it but it's yeah, all yeah. like equations like you find there's all kinds of locks and you have to find numbers and combinations and clues and I'm the worst at math so I'm standing there like a fish out of water the whole time, and I, they're watching you. There's a, there's cameras in there, and they watch you, and they give you clues on this monitor if, like, you ask for a clue. So there's, like, this team of people watching me that I can't see. Everyone's good oh. at math there except me. So I'm, like, a step <laughs> away from uh, – so, you're, you're so yeah, everyone's, like, trying to do combinations. They're it's not looking at me, really, because they're all focused. 
So I'm like trying to break open locks, like damaging property just to get it open. Like I'm like lifting up chairs. Like I think I broke like a phone. solution to this. You just smash it. It was the longest hour of my life. Everyone's like, oh, well, clearly this uh, anagram here with the numbers is this. And I'm like, yeah, if this were a real escape room, I would be throwing things out the window right now. Like I, I, I'm not doing math. What is I think you got to get the George Costanza desk built in this escape room so you can sleep, have oh, all your compartments yeah. and everything. That would have yeah. been a lifesaver. We got to send in the bomb squad. What is that, Mothra? You guys never heard of that? I've never heard of it until this week. I, I never, I never have. So, in in short, an escape room, yes, is defined as if you could put it in really in in a sentence, a small sentence. What what? How can I get an escape room based on the story you just gave? How do I, how might I find one? In you my- basically just Google escape room. There's tons of them in LA and there's themes there's like horror ones like that so I guess in a nutshell one sentence would be Google escape room and the concept is to put together clues you find in the room to get out of there oh, God. the room's locked like you can't get terrible. out you have to push a button so that says like dumb. emergency for them to let you out it sounds like yeah. a real yeah, life because I just made that joke the reference to the Seinfeld I just said yeah well you should just use as a reason to go to the escape room but you should really just sleep on the job yeah, I just want to take a actually nap. play the game. Uh, <laughs> I want a calzone. There's one in Boca. There's one in Miami. The the master escape room, the great escape room. I don't know. It sounds like you're a human oh, math problem. Yes, and I'm the, like, that's, I'm the no worst math, person to be in there. There's no math on paper. You're the problem. And, <laughs> and at the end of the at the uh, end of the uh, the in, like, session, a, they give you a they take a picture and they give you a sign to hold that represent mm-hmm. your personality because there's like a team watching you so my boss got like oh, so she's really good at math. she got Never great mind. leadership this other guy got like works with teams my sign was it's a good thing i'm handsome and i'm like Whoa. this is so offensive and the back of the sign says i'm a loser baby and i'm like you guys are fucking assholes oh my god I'm and, a loser, and, and when it was done i'll just cap a little better so yeah you can't really escape and hide out and escape. Uh, oh you're in one room with the lights on and... yeah, yeah you can't do that all no. right so never mind but uh, and i wanted to and i'll just end this bit by saying the uh the guy that came in afterward to explain it was so annoying he was all animated he was probably an actor and he uh, goes Here's where because we didn't we didn't escape in time and he told us where we went wrong, and he said, uh, "Well, when you look at Charlie Chaplin, did you really look at Chaplin?" Oh, and I'm God. like, "Oh, dude, I'm like two drinks of whiskey in, I'm hungry." Like, I, so this is really not Friday. a place to make an escape. It's a place that you want to get the hell out of. Um, I anyway. You need to. So escape why go? So it's like why go in the first place? All right. So now I'm getting it's a little bit different, better picture. I didn't. I was standing there the whole time. It was. It was fun to like. The way I, I interpreted the story originally was like you can make this world of Gatsby land for yourself. You could pick anything that you want. That's what I kind of thought it was. Yeah. I thought you'd be in this room. They would serve you like mint juleps, and you would say things like, uh, "You know, that's my fair old sport," and that would be it. But it was like math immediately, and I was. Oh, you kind of like this. It's a speakeasy for you. That's right. It was dressed like a speakeasy. So anyway, that was the escape room. Right? AJ Pennypacker. AJ Pennypacker and a wealthy uh, industrialist, uh, <laughs> right, philanthropist, and bicyclist. Take a look at that. Who invented this concept? Uh, escape the the escape the room NYC. 
But there are. Oh God! It's right in Herald Square. It's right in actually Koreatown by Empire State Building. Let's see what we got here. And there's some that are like zombie themed, like horror ones, which is one I wanted to do. Ooh! Like there, yeah, there's like I zombies in the wall, and you have to get out of there. I thought it would be like Saw. Kind there's of. There's the Saw. Yeah. <laughs> in Miami. I want to play a game. I made that joke too to the guy there. I was like, "So is this like Saw, but like for families?" He I was like, huh, "Exactly." I thought it's not actually. There's not a dead exactly. body on the floor that I'm trying. Matthew Clark exactly. made a living by <laughs> taking jabbers at innocent bystanders. No, you must take a on jabber. the stage and on the air. Well, let's see how you look on the air. But yeah, an escape room like a man cave. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a must. There's two in thought. New York that I'm looking. No, wait, there's three. You got the office, which is what I thought that yours would be. Set up a you know a man cave escape room office. The office for up to ten players is their original game. Everyone's worst nightmare in real life. You're stuck at work and can't leave. Yeah, no. You got an hour before the boss returns. You'll be there forever. No thanks. The other one is That's the agency. Up for up to eight players, you've been selected for a top the secret agency. mission. You must complete your assignment in one hour, or you're relieved of duty. The home for six players is a Victorian theme mystery. Something. Is a miss. You're trapped inside. You have one hour before it. So you got an hour to pretty much do all these tasks. Eh, it's not. It's so a weird it's... concept, right? You're yeah, it sounds like something to... I'd probably get as a gift, a gag gift for somebody before I'd actually do it myself. I'm pay- it's like I'm paying you to become anxious for an hour. I'm stuck <laughs> in a room with coworkers trying to do math. Come on, you should be paying me. My bucks. I wanted yeah, I to totally ask you guys. I had no idea that's what that was. I mean, it's probably a genius concept because it sounds yeah. like a money maker, but. But yeah. Yeah, they appear to be everywhere. They appear to be everywhere. Look, locally. I have. I wanted to ask you guys. I wanted to talk about this. We mentioned this before the show. I've never played golf. Oh, uh, really? You've never, never played? played? Wow. Never played. Never played. Yeah, did the driving range. I did miniature golf, but I never actually played like a true form game of golf. Holes. But you guys, by the way, Mike was just eating a few minutes ago, and I don't know what it was, but it looked delicious. Yeah. I wanted to ask you before I forget, what were you? What was for dinner tonight? That's actually like true Mexican eating late. I was eating Mexican food. Yeah, it's Ooh. more of a South American thing. Yeah, they, they, I mean, the, the Europeans yes. tend to eat late, but I mean, I'm really pushing you out of focus. I like yeah. it. <laughs> in Mexico, they were, one time I had reservations in Mexico at an Italian restaurant, and uh, we had to... We had to pass on it because I fell asleep before the reservation. That's how late it was. That's awesome. <laughs> I passed the reservation because it was slept. You were siestaing. Yeah. You guys are, are pretty good golfers, Mike. I know you've played. No, since, as long as I've known you, you've you've played rounds. No, I, I played, but I mean, again, it's it's a game that when I was a kid, I my first game, I, I was eleven years old, and. Uh, I'm with my yeah. father and his best friend, and I thought it was great because I got this this really great shot. I was playing with off the white tees with the big guys, oh. and I thought I was a prodigy. Classy. You know, but I, I mean, I, I'm terrible. I got lousy aim. I'm just, I'm not good. But it's I don't have lousy aim in everything I do. I can't shoot pool. I can't shoot basketball. Uh, darts, I suck. I mean, I really, I barely qualify with a firearm. I just got bad aim. I'm the same way, man. I have no uh-huh. jump shot. I played second base because it's the shortest throw you have to make. Yeah, yeah. And in uh, 
golf, I'm horrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely horrible golf. At golf. I hate it. I like going out there and my friends that are playing, I just walk with them and drink. <laughs> that sounds thing. pretty good to me. You hit the nail on the head. It's socially yeah. acceptable to drink at any time of day. Yeah. On a golf. <laughs> They're always drunk <laughs> of scotch. Yeah. Or OJ. Love sounds it. pretty good to me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm I'm not so great at it. I have a set of golf clubs, and and unfortunately, due to limited space in my humble abode right now, they're, they're sitting in my kitchen. Oh. Wait, the golf games. clubs are in the kitchen? Like they're in the kitchen, yeah, because I don't have any closet room. So they're in a nook in the kitchen. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It looks like a nook. It looks like that cramp, like you're always playing. Like you got to keep close by because you're about to go hit the links. Yeah, I mean, the nice clubs, I I just, um, I don't know. The games change for me. I I don't, I'll put it, this is how Mark Cuban put it on Shark Tank once I'll quote him. I could find a million things I'd rather do than schlep around a golf course, so I'm out. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, there I could find a long list. A long list of things I crave to do yeah. over the effort that it takes to get clubs and wear khakis and drive out there and walk. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I'll, I'm very selective as to what course I'll play on because um, – it, it can be really expensive. New York is terrible. Sure. You have all the first of all the, the golf courses. You got private, you know, country clubs, and then you got state courses. So the state park system controls a, a certain number of them. And then of course the private ones will cost you an arm and a leg. And on Long Island, you got to wait like an hour and a half before you get a tee off time, which Ooh. means you got to actually get there an hour and a half prior to standing around, you know, on the putting green, chipping balls, and then you got to go play 18 holes, which is like another four hours. Oh. I'd so rather play RC Pro-Am. It's nine hours. Your cousin it's Jeffrey. Nine hours. Works oh, my God. The box That's a big – yeah, it's like three football yeah. games. I'd rather be at home playing yeah. RC Pro-Am on Nintendo. Now, I'm very fortunate being that I have access to government installations. I'll play – I'll, I'll typically play on, on a golf course where it's like, you know, it's, it's nine, ten bucks maybe to, to play, and uh, I'll usually, I'm done after nine holes. That's what the cool thing is about down here, since there's more golf courses here than anywhere. Some of yeah. them are like 15 bucks, yeah. and they're still like a decent, yeah. and not that I know, but I hear people yeah. tell me, because I don't I'm, play. Oh, Long Island's ridiculous. Beth Page will set you back like fifty bucks on an off-peak day. Oh, it's it's just it, ridiculous. It, some of these guys, some of these places will make you take carts, um, drive carts, meaning, and that then that'll cost you another thirty dollars for the rental. So you're in like a hundred bucks just to get out on a on some grass. There's actually a place down here, and instead of golf carts, they have like these like surfboards on wheels with like handles oh that's kind of cool awesome you go cruising out with kato man yeah just an individual not a real part yeah if i just gotten out of prison uh, after however what was it 12 13 no plus 16 months he was in prison i think i don't think golf would have been in my mind i wouldn't like oh my god i gotta get i gotta hit the links i gotta get on the golf course that's all he wanted to do i just gotta get out there and hit nine holes golf Instead of getting one hole hit in his behind when he was in prison, how do it here, Cleveland? And you know, my late father loved the game. He, he really enjoyed it. He wasn't that yeah. great. Uh, he, he, it's not like he was uh, playing like a pro, but he loved to do it. And 
when I was a kid, I really liked it. Now I just do it again, maybe a couple times a year instead of yeah. once a year, just because it's something to to do for reasonable exercise. It's not aerobic workout, but you know, you take a walk, you enjoy a day. But by nine holes, I'm hand. done. Yeah, I'm done after nine holes. You want to drink? Yeah, I, like I guess it's like an old guy's deal. game. You're like retired. Yeah, you when you get drink. that one great shot, it's refreshing. Yeah. But there's nothing more frustrating than getting a lousy shot. Right. Like I mean, I want to break my club sometimes. Yeah, the one thing I can do is drive the ball, and it it Short hardly games. hardly ever happens. Mm. But when you do, just boom, and it goes mm. straight, and you see it, and you're yeah. like. All right. Nice. You just, Feels you say, good. Yeah. yeah. I wish yeah, it doesn't go to the right into the trees. Yeah. You want to do like the Happy Gilmore thing when he when he gets frustrated, just start you know smashing things and kiss my white stop. ass ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be you can count on me waiting class. for you in the parking lot. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> do, do you remember I, the golf game for Nintendo? I, it was like Mario playing uh, golf. That was my first game. Was it, great, was it really? That, yeah, that was, it was the theme music I was just playing a few weeks back. Game. Yo, that is a great game. Never played like it. 1987, I think it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a good game? It was your first game? Yeah, right? I remember you had to press A a lot. <laughs> yeah, swing. Like A, A, A. Uh, you had to do it really quick. Yeah, A, A, A. Yeah. A, A, oh, not, not enough. I used to like the old Nintendo covers. They were always like the pixelated <laughs> graphic arts <laughs> with Mario. Yeah. yeah, running, running like this. One arm right. up, one arm down, frozen. Very two dimensional. One leg kicking, one leg back. And that was the golf game. It was a giant Mario, at full scale. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was what? larger Mario. <laughs> yeah. It was like a Mario. Statue of Liberty sized Mario. Yeah, that's giant funny. Mario. Yeah, those so old right. old games are great. Like the old graphic arts. It's just like Mario pixelated. Japan yeah. just slapped some shit on it. It was like, oh, yeah. suck it up, kids. <laughs> Happy Christmas, 1988. <laughs> I hate myself. No, that's cool. It's good times. Yeah, I've never played golf. I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind doing it. We'll make cool. a day of it. If you don't take it yeah, seriously. Make a day. And I feel but like it's a lot hard of not to. Play. It's really it's hard to. And that's what happened. Yeah. When I used to go out with my father, he used to say, like you gotta take it easy. It's not an easy game. Take it easy. It's just really frustrating. It sounds easy to take it easy. It's not. It's a frustrating game when you suck. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you. It gets under your skin a little bit. You wanna. Yeah. yeah there's nothing less relaxing than yeah. trying to get a tiny white ball into a tiny yeah. hole. Sounds I mean, like you, story about high school days. Down, that's, <laughs> you're, it's, you're getting that, that ball from point A to point B, and point B is just something the size of a the rim of a pint glass. And that's all the way 500 yards down the grass. Down the, down the line. I'd imagine if you're good, though, I would imagine if you're really good and you get into the groove, it's probably, like, incredible, like, to have this precision out there right. and the war. think about and... it. People always say it's the hardest game to play. It's not the hardest game to play. Yeah. It's the hardest game to be good at. Because think yeah. about it. There aren't that many guys that, like, can stay good at golf. Yeah. Look at Tiger. Look at the Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Even Rory. Look at Arnold. I broke somebody's window on a golf course, and I, I remember. Thinking that, uh, <laughs> Damn you! Adam. Yeah, I, I, we always Did got a way of telling. This woman came up to a, you know, she's coming up to us. Excuse me, hold on a second. And I didn't know I'd broken it. I wasn't trying to, you know, book it, which I would have done. Had I known I'd oh, broken yeah. it, I would have gotten, I would have beat feet and gotten the hell out of there. <laughs> Get the hell out but, of there uh, right away. 
I was playing with, I was playing with my father and just a guy I was, I was playing with, you know, cause I'll pair you up with people usually that, um, you don't know. And, uh, I hate that. That's yeah, another so, that I don't like. I don't want to golf a sport that I don't like playing with a stranger. Yeah. And, and sometimes you get great people, <laughs> but again, I'm not that good. And I don't know if this guy's going to be good. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be pissed at me. Right. Yeah. Now I'm going right, to fuck so, up their day. So I hit this woman's window and, uh, you know, again, if it was me, I'd have run or I'd have denied it. You know, of course. Again, I, you, you could have me on videotape on surveillance. I'm going to deny it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Got to look just like me. I just got and, into an accident uh, last week. I did not even know it was on camera. Did you really? Yeah. So, uh, anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll go into it. Yeah. So what the- it was covered by the homeowner's insurance. And I'm like, well, should it be covered by your homeowner's insurance? You're the one who chose to live on a golf course. You son of a bitch. With balls flying. Yeah. You know? At the Because <laughs> yeah, I should have just hit a tree. But yeah, that's like a hazard there. If if she's gonna live next to a golf course, it's like me living next to an airport and going that seven forty seven, which will be discontinued soon, was very loud. Do you know there's a town that she lives where your ball was flying? Her balls were flying in my face. You've gotten away. I've kind of good had it. I was taking a shit out of my golf. That was a dog left right. Yeah, you pitched it my way. You threw it at the car. That's so great. And then the last time that I. Uh, did it was I played when I was in Texas again. This was on a government course, and it was really an easy course. And that's why I like, I like the easy courses. But before that, the year before, I played and I got into a I got into a really almost physical altercation with a sixty year old man. Yes, <laughs> and, explain. Uh, he got nasty. With it was uh, I was playing by myself. Was it Bill Parcells? Getting nasty. And uh, Parcells. <laughs> Ourselves. I met him on a golf course. I know. Um, that's why. That's why I mentioned it. Golf course. <laughs> but um, he's the guy that shakes the can at the Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> so this sixty-year-old man came after you. Oh yeah, we we uh, we had some words. It was going to go way past words. So the wow. short story was, I, I guess I didn't realize I was doing. I was in the wrong. And if I'm in the wrong, you know, I'll admit it. Um, as long as it's not something like I hit somebody's house, and then, like I said, I'm going to deny it. <laughs> But, you have to. Uh, this guy said I was holding the game up, and which is golf oh, etiquette. Oh, there's another fear of mine. Yeah, yeah, I and, and I didn't want to do that. So um, that's something that I would admit to. But everybody thinks sure. somebody's holding the game up. Right. So, you know what? It's never fast-paced enough. Everybody it's complicated. You've told so, me that uh, before. I, I played myself. Yeah. I, I got on the course, didn't have to partner up with anybody. And uh, these two old guys were behind me, and I could hear them while I was on the green shouting, let's go. And I looked oh. at them. I, I turned around, and I just looked at them from afar. There's a good number of yards there. And I got off, and we get to the next hole, and I had to wait because the guy's in front of me. And then this guy, his friend goes, hey, buddy, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, I could see his friend coming up with this little cart. He's pulling his little cart along. And I said to his friend, excuse me, step aside, please. And I waited for this guy. I threw the club on the ground. Right. And I just kept waiting for this guy. He kept coming closer. And he gets right you up in my face. You threw the club on the ground? Like, you're ready to throw fisticuffs. As close nose as this nose. guy can get nose to nose. Nose to nose. And he just starts talking. I said, you want to hit me, don't you? And he goes, no. No. No, I don't want to hit you. No. And uh, his friend's like, hey, man, never mind this jackass. There's a reason he's playing by himself. And wow. I said, keep talking shit, pal. Because... 
I'll break your hip in front of everybody here. You'll never play again. And, yeah, you know uh, what? You've told me that story you once. Uh, you, you've told me that, and I remember I was, like, pissed off. I was like, because Mike's, you know, pretty built dude. Did you dude. really say that? I'll break your hip. I said, I'll break your hip in front of – and you know what's really funny? <laughs> in there front was, of there everyone. Was, I'll break your hip in front of your kids. Well, there was – I said everyone. There was another group. Everyone. There was another group on the hole next to us, and they were getting into an altercation with each other. Oh, it was, <laughs> prison, it was like a going on. It was just the like most, a really bad day. The Shawshank Open. Final golf day on a golf course anywhere. Yeah. You're yeah. asking for it, though. If there's, you know, hey, you're holding the game up. Oh, he's playing alone. I mean, uh, why would you – you wouldn't say it to somebody bowling or, you that's, know, waiting in line for a hot dog. Like, that's a real dick. You're asking to get your ass kicked. If you're going to start picking fights. I think it was down in, in New Jersey or somewhere, wherever the hell I was playing. But, yeah. yeah. Is golf the only sport where there's etiquette? Like, is there basketball etiquette? I no. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't like golf, because I just don't like etiquette. Yeah. I don't what about tennis? How to tennis. Maybe there is tennis. I don't know, though. Well, I don't, see, I don't know. Other, Throw other it out there. people want to play, and, you, and you're getting in their way. It's like they want to finish their game, and you're ahead of You have your own game, but you're all sharing the same court. So it's not like yeah, – I, I guess there could be basketball etiquette. If you're both sharing maybe one court instead of playing – Oh, playing yeah. Court each, maybe, you, you know. Like common courtesy. Etiquette. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I understand you got it. You don't want to hold people up. They paid money, same as you. But, but uh, yeah, but you, you paid know, money. I don't, too. I don't mean to hold anybody up. I want to get the hell off the course. Once I'm halfway in, I, I don't want to play anymore. I just want to get right. ruined. Yeah. yeah, I just want to get done. Another thing. Yeah. I want to do the. I'm going to the bathroom, and then leave. A nice, cool, relaxing game. You know, you're outside, fresh air, but the whole time you're like rushing to finish. You know, like. Because it's bad shot, you rush to go try and make up for it. Another bad yeah. shot, you rush, try to do yeah. something. Yeah. That's just the whole thing. You're chasing your tail. You're chasing your dreams of the chasing my... <laughs> chasing my... <laughs> Golf's a Scottish game, right? Did the Scots invent yeah, I didn't go to St. Andrews. I went close to St. Oh. Andrews. And I got some St. Andrews balls and tees and a towel. But it was just really just – it wasn't actually oh, – wow. I didn't purchase it at St. Andrews. That's cool. It's just close uh, by. Doesn't matter. It came you, from St. Andrews, but it, it was, wasn't exact. It was in the proximity. You didn't uh, kiss the bridge? No. Sterling. <laughs> it's okay. I bought fake Oscar uh, statues that are plastic crap from 7-Eleven outside of Hollywood. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's awesome. Speaking of the Oscars, I was reading uh, reading about the show this weekend. And Chris Rock, I need to say, I usually kind of bored with the Oscars. I don't, you know, I kind of watch the end and see who wins Best Actor. But yeah. I'm really excited All the to see him. Films in between, nobody really cares about. Right. Best, yeah. Best, best animator, best costume designer, nobody cares. You know who these people are. Best mm -hmm. coffee brewer on the set of. <laughs> I usually like the Oscars, you know, to, to see the, the monologues and all that. But then yeah. you have to go through like an hour of movies that you've never heard of and which award Amy Adams is going to win that you didn't yeah. know she was even in. All right. Oh, I don't know that you wait, You're just hoping Michael Moore is going to have an award. Yes. And it's not just so he makes some statement. That's what you want to <laughs> see. Some political statement. I was reading an interview, reading, I was watching an interview with him talking about his thing about Bush and he said right before he got on stage to accept the award for, what was it, Fahrenheit 9-11? He yeah, said, I which that. I've never seen. Fictitious presidents. Right. He, he said he could do one thing or the other. He's like, I could just be gracious and say thank you, or I could have all these people watching. I could do something political. 
And he said, without realizing it, he started doing the whole political thing. What did he say? Yeah. He said that we live in a fictitious country where we elect fictitious presidents. So that after he accepted his word, he got a couple of moves, actually. I remember uh, he got Ford. a couple of moves that year. Yeah, he and got then I booze. remember afterwards, Steve Martin was hosting. And uh, he said, after he left, he, he said, I just came from backstage where the Teamsters are helping Michael Moore into the trunk of his limousine. Oh, yeah. And the house just erupted. I mean, I did, too. I, yeah. I was in college. That's I funny. In my dorm room. I remember that. Do you guys remember <laughs> the Oscars? Man, I wish I could have written that joke. I know. Do you guys remember the Oscars? I don't. I don't. Where I was a kid, I didn't watch it. But Letterman hosted. They said he was like one of the worst hosts ever. He just kept doing I some know. Oprah joke. Do you guys have any recollection of that? No. Hey, it's Karen. I do. Yeah, you do. He said Uma Oprah. Yeah. Uma Oprah. But I can't imagine Letterman not being funny at anything. That's my point. Like, like he's, he's the only time opinion, I remember him being I think serious so was right after nine eleven, when he did his Ooh. first show right after nine eleven. And um, Dan Rather, and he was serious, but it was great serious because he got yeah, to the man. point, and um, you know, he kind of cut through the bullshit. Yeah, I remember that he was saying like they said they did this for religious fervor. Would that make any sense in a thousand years? Would that make any damn sense? Dan Rather yeah. came on the show. It was touching, man. Leno yeah. too. Leno, I think, was hit me the hardest after nine eleven. Leno, and I'm not like a huge Leno fan, but Leno did his monologue, and he said, you know, my father said. And I don't talk about my father a lot, but he was a prize fighter. Always fight the good fight. And Leno started crying, and he goes, just cut the cameras. Just just go to commercial. And he wasn't no even way. being like, you know, yeah. uh, I got ratings. I'm going to cry. He right, was like, just, right. just get it off. It was very sincere. It was really good. Wow. I like Jay. I think he's a, a very yeah. funny guy. I love, Count, I love his show, uh, Jay Leno's Garage. I love to watch his car show. Oh, I haven't how seen many cars Leno's does he have? He's got so many, and, and a lot of times he'll put on other people's cars that um, you know he brings in guests that have flat collectibles, and sometimes he brings in Tim Allen with his car collection. So I like that show a lot. Tim what? Allen, Tim. yeah, the Tool Man's tool really man. Tool. Man. Love him. He, he just came out of the closet as a Republican. That was the term they used. Surprising. He was on. Uh, he was with Megyn Kelly, and he, <laughs> she said, "Thanks for coming out of the closet." And the headlines were like, Tim uh, Allen comes out of the closet. And I clicked, and it was like, as a Republican. I'm like, oh, come on. Oh you got to clickbait that. God. He's not getting uh, it. Like, hey, we got to talk about this. Of the GOP. Yes. We need to uh, talk about the GOP. Before we yeah. jump into it, I just need to say, I didn't plan on watching the GOP debate. I'm, I'm actually kind of sick of the debates at this point. There's been like yeah, 30. Me neither. Me too. I was right? like, there's really more going yeah. on. God, I didn't even know. Ben, this ben Carson, he's a, he's a nice guy. He, he's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he's a genius. He's a neurosurgeon. Right. He just can't take so it. So He's not going to win. Dumbest <laughs> neurosurgeon ever. Uh, he's just I not taking the hit. He's not going to win. Taking... And for the right reasons. He's too nice a guy. And yeah. Yeah, no. he, it was a travesty that... He retired from medicine to go into politics. Right. Because the yeah, world probably needs is. him in medicine. Yeah. Yes, please go back to <laughs> Please that. go back there. Yeah. He was You separated two babies. <laughs> yeah. You 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 cured Siamese twins. Take my vote. He uh I was clicking through the channels and I came across that and I was like, oh, I'll watch a minute of it. I gotta be honest with you guys, I couldn't stop watching. It was like the royal Rumble. I mean, they were there was yes the the, gloves the only one off. I hated was the one that Donald wasn't in. Which one? Which one was that? Oh, he, the one he, where he, he did the, the island. One that was yeah because of Megyn Kelly. Right. But right. um, I don't no, think this one was that one. this one was CNN and um, 
and Telemundo. With the, the Puerto Rican <laughs> chick was pretty hot. Yeah, she was pretty hot. Yeah. But the, the gloves were off, and I, I love Trump's responses. I really – I get hungry when I hear him talk. I know that sounds really weird, but it's like hmm. watching a movie. Like I want to hear what he has to say next. You know, this is a, a lot of people. But he was saying things like – but the moderator asked a question. It was you said you love Telemundo, and he goes, yeah. love them. Love them. Fantastic. <laughs> love them. Love them. Love but, them. You know, it was just very like love him, love move them, on, mucho. keep the questions going, and uh, he ca- and you know Cruz, who's is an idiot, kept oh, I can't stand bashing oh, It's amazing, Trump, man. No, 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 no. I'm gonna find a clip. I He's a great debater. He, you know what I think about <laughs> Cruz? I'll give him a lot of credit for the guy. Never fumbles a word. It's like everything is already hatched true. in his head, what he's going to say. As if he knew That's the question was coming. True. He's really a straight shooter. I just can't stand him. Yeah, he, I really can't stand him. Oh, and, a very uh, and good maybe because he's a little too conservative for my taste. Solid. Donald, I mean, he just can't take him. Trump's got him every single time. And Trump Marco Rubio today face. going into Oklahoma City. <laughs> you cannot vote for this con artist. Friends don't let friends elect con men. Was what he said that's right, a right. tagline. That was so thirty make years America ago. great again. Is is um is Donald Trump's tagline. Marco Rubio's his friends don't let friends elect right. con men. I'll tell you what though, what? he's such a weenie. I can't stand Marco. Rubio. He is a ween. He's just <laughs> such a weenie. I got to give Trump credit for one thing. You know, he said, well, a few things. But one, the one thing that really struck out of me that I appreciated was he was talking about, I think it was Rubio called him out on a deal where he hired illegal immigrants or whatever for this. And Trump says, you know what? That was 30 years ago. The, 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 the rules were different. The laws were different as they were. Yeah. What's your point? He kind of was like, yeah, I did. That was I'm a business yeah. guy. It was 30 years. Like, yeah. which, which I really respected because I don't know how attacking what someone did 30 years ago. I mean, yeah. 20 years ago, I would run around naked at parties with my dick tucked between my legs. I wouldn't want that coming out. I'm a you know. woman. Yeah, there are some things that just never die. It's like Jane Fonda. She could apologize, <laughs> which she's done a few times, but she'll never live it down. She went behind enemy lines to yeah. sympathize with the end. There's just some things that don't Hanoi Jane. And he brought it up, but I thought Trump was very good with his response. And I just love how he just shuts him down, you know. Yes. That's one thing about Trump that works for him. I mean, he said things he, – he's made – as every politician does, he's made statements that were lies, like, you know, I saw Muslims cheering after 9-11 and this and that, and they weren't true. But when they called out, he goes, yes, they were. And, you know, last night they asked him if he uh, – are you saying you never said this? And he goes, nope, no, I did it, no, I did Right. But people back off like, from him. It was like that first yeah. interview he's a good where they said, smart. you know, Mr. Trump, you're, uh, you're – you know, the first – that blonde chick, their first go at it. She's throwing all these stats at him, and his response was, that's an incorrect statistic. Check your oh, numbers. Oh, Carly Farina, like, I've yeah. never heard yeah. anyone say that. But they backed down. Fact is wrong. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah. if that's possible, then maybe it is wrong. I never thought about that. When people throw mm-hmm. stats around, you just assume it's the truth. He's got and a I'll tell you what's too. really that refreshing. I heard today. Chris Christie endorsed Donald Trump, so maybe there's a chance he'll pick him That's big as the news. vice presidential candidate, and we get the New Jer- New York New Jersey alliance. That w- and, and he is going to pick an insider. Trump is going to pick an insider. Yeah, I, think so, I think so too. He definitely will pick someone that knows the yeah. game, like you know how to play the system politically. And I, I I completely agree. I think I think he will pick if he wins the nomination. He's going to pick Christie. 
And uh, another thing they brought up last night, On the other side, it looks like Hillary's going to come back. She's starting to trump. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah, she's up by about, I think she's got 10% on him right now. I'm sorry, did you say Carly? Who's who's talking about the blonde? No, Hillary. Oh, I I thought you said Carly. Carly's long out. I said she was, yeah, I was going to say she's out. Um. And it wouldn't surprise me if you picked her, which kind of she's a nice lady. She's smart, but I hope not. No, I don't think he. I don't think he she is a was, nice lady. One yeah. thing that he said last night that was funny. Trump was uh, he he was saying no governor. You know, you're a senator, or you're you were a senator. No senator has endorsed you to Cruz in your own party. You know, how can you say you know the system and you're Republican and all this yada yada? But nobody's endorsed you, and it's true. I mean. Wow. Cruz doesn't have a lot of allies on that no, spectrum. It's, you know, and he's it, got it's, Texas, and he's probably got Canadians, but they can't vote, so don't matter. Right. So now, what matter. is this Trump University fraud case? Oh, uh, yeah, that's what Rubio was bringing up today. I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't remember the ramifications. Oh, ramifications Donald, the university. Uh, university fraud case becomes campaign issue at GOP debate. I love when Trump goes, hey, you know what? I was in New Hampshire the other day, which I won in a landslide. Love it. <laughs> love it. He always, he always pumps oh, up his numbers. Yeah. My ratings and, and he personalizes it. He's like, you know, I won in New Hampshire, and I have a lot of friends there. They invite me to their homes for dinner, and we have – and I'm like, he personalizes it, you know? All they talked about- But all the other guys, is, don't, they're so attached to the party from the hip. Yes. And it's like he was the guy who was willing to say to Jeb Bush, your brother, and I don't think it's Jeb Bush's fault. He didn't make decisions. Whatever decisions he would make as a president have nothing to do, I think, with his brother. But yeah. his brother, he attacked him because um, because of Iraq, and he thought Iraq was stupid. And he attacked him because um, everybody gave George W. Bush credit for um, securing the U.S. after 9/11, and he goes, "What about on 9/11? Mission accomplished. What about what about on 9/11? I was there. What did he do? Who said that? Trump said that. Oh yeah, that's true though. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll... and uh, and all the other guys are just like, I wish George W. Bush was still president, and that's why you're not going to be right elected. That's why your numbers. That's why you're not getting the nominee. That's why Trump is in first place. I right. never understood and, the uh, and everybody else because he, he supported Planned Parenthood, which uh, you know I got. I don't know if I said I don't support him. Yeah, I don't yeah, hate yeah. him, but nobody really likes shit. to see what they were doing about the babies and the body parts. But um, right, maybe yeah, right. There was a dark out. part of it. Yeah, yeah. Very but he, he made a one. comment, and of course everybody's like, <gasps> "How could you be a Republican?" You know, Ted Cruz, the the other weenie, is going. You said you supported Planned Parenthood. That's not Republican. And Trump's right. a New Yorker too. He's got that certain presence yeah. to him that you can't really fuck with. The yeah. um, the Planned Parenthood thing I thought was good. I thought that when he said that, I thought that was, I thought that was honest. To be honest, they give free condoms, right? Don't they? Do they? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I've never been in one. <laughs> don't use them. I've never been. It in takes one. a feeling out. No, we don't. In here. No, we don't. It's an It'll last forever, though. Yeah. So, when is Super Tuesday? When are we going to find out who? When are we going to get the shindig on the road? They're coming right up next week. I'm excited. It's this Tuesday. We're what gonna have to do Super a show. Tuesday. We're gonna have to do a show. Tuesday is when it's is when it's done. It's it's after Super Tuesday. It's one on one. 
we're going to have to do a show and say that we're there live, but somehow I screw up the sound effects and you hear like the 1992 presidential, you know, Republican convention. They're like, uh, George Bush isn't running. I'm like, oh no, yeah. uh, there's been some changes. <laughs> well, we're going to cut to a break now, even though we're not live. I was thinking about Can we look up that. any third party people? Who are going to be the, the <clears throat> X, Y's, and Z's on the ballots? Donald year? Duck. <laughs> Shady the Cat. Who's running on the American Communist and Nazi Party this year? So Mike after Scott. Super Tuesday, then what? What does that mean? So then after that, they um, they usually take a break throughout the summer, starting around May. And uh, then they, they prepare their campaign for the big debates. But what which do they I, do on which Super come in August. You elect your Yes. You elect your candidates on Super Tuesday. Oh, you vote. Yeah, they win the primaries. So you got caucuses okay. and primaries. One Super Tuesday, they kind of tally up all of the primaries and the caucuses. So the so Tuesday is when we decide who's going to be the the number one guy. Tuesday is when it looks like Donald Trump is around oh the GOP. Yeah. Wow. It this sounds is like so exciting. Yeah, that's how it's going to play out. And I just want to segue into this before we let the show end tonight. I need to bring up Fuller House. Has anyone seen yep. this? It's taken over social media. It's right taken now. over social really? media. I, it's, somebody, every, it's every post I see right now. Somebody private oh messaged me I saying, "Looked on social media. I don't know." Dan Einhorn, my buddy, messaged me saying, "I saw Fuller House, and I have less faith faith in the human race than I ever have." <laughs> and I just people are shitting all we over got, it. We got Is home it from dinner, and I went in here to do the show, and Heather goes, "Give me the Amazon Fire Stick, like I want to watch Full House." I was like. Bam. Oh yeah, that started today or yesterday or something. And well, it looks like it's just so dumb. It does. People are so excited, but they forget that they watched the show when they were like kids and TV was totally different. Right. They even have the canned laugh, the audience. Oh. Like, they, they have that. Yeah, it's filmed in a garage. I heard that it was it, it from a few people. It felt like it was a TV reunion that just went on way too long. Like, you know when Kimball does, like, the Save of the Bell reunion, and for, like, five minutes it's cool? Right, yeah. It felt like Perfect. that, but it was just, like, there was no jokes. It was just, like, a, a half an hour of a TV reunion. Yeah, and I guess like Stephanie is a DJ now, and her name is DJ Tanner. Like, a, that's supposed to be the big funny thing. Wait, what? Or what? Like, Stephanie, from what, I just read this on social media. I didn't see the show, but Stephanie is, like, a DJ now. You know, and her name, like a, her DJ name is, yeah, like a disc jockey. Uh, and her DJ name is DJ Tanner because her sister's name is DJ. So that was like the wild thing. Uh, uh, Did John wow. Stamos sign on to that? Yeah, here we go. I'm seeing some watching Fuller House and eating frozen pizza. Jen Kotowski's watching it and says, is it me or is Stephanie Tanner trying for some sort of singing contract? Oh, wait, hold on a minute. Uh, oh, maybe that's part on, of the... Hold on. Part of the bit. I'm just reading. I'm reading something else here. Reading something else. Got to give it to him. Trump announcing Christie today was true communication what? strategy. Jesus, nobody's talking about him getting his ass kicked at the debate last night anymore. And that was just drafted by IAVA co-founder Paul Reichoff. So maybe, just maybe he's now. I think that's what, how I read it. The uh, read it. He's going to be the running mate. Look, if those he wins. two, that's like the natural disasters. That's like earthquake and typhoon. Yeah. <laughs> the natural <laughs> disasters. <laughs> the Legion of Doom. Oh, well, the names uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hawk and Animal. Yes. Animal was the was the the crazier one, right? He was the big, big, big dude. Yeah. They were great, man. You and I used to watch those all the time. Those those guys were like my favorite tag team. The spiky shoulder pads. Oh. So wow, it's gonna be Trump and Christie. I, I think so. I think he it's just announced today exciting. that Christie was the uh, based on what I just it, read. Let's see. Eat it up. No, it was Trump and um, John Stamos. They're gonna do uh, Fuller House Three. <laughs> Stamos gets DUI in New York. <laughs> Apparently, there's a bunch the of uh, Wrestling Federation for over fifty years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. The first three seconds of that when he's talking is how I respond when Jed goes, by the way, we're going to my parents today. And I go, <laughs> I have to change it to sound good. <laughs> oh, I mean, what a rush. I mean, it's great. I'm excited. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen all over the place. So the Olsen twins are in it. They're what, like 25 now? No, they're not in it. They didn't do it. They they were like, yeah. we don't. we haven't acted in like... 15 One of them's years. probably in jail. They didn't do it. They were like the stars of the show. Okay, so you got the whole. You got is Bob Sagan on it? He's in the first episode. I know. I don't oh, know if they're like regular. So Trump. I'll go back again. Here. Trump tweeted seven hours ago. Thank you for your support and friendship, Governor Christie. Make America great. So I guess he endorsed them. I don't know if it's necessary that he selected them. Hold on. Oh, uh, what the Over. hell? So we'll have to stand by. Yeah. We'll have to stand by. But allegedly, it's, allegedly, it's yeah. going to happen. So allegedly. the Olsen twins, not not a part of it. And and I don't think that they were ever going to be. I think from the get go, they were not. Yeah, they said, we don't want to do it. John Stamos tried to convince them and they said, we mm-hmm. haven't acted in like 10 to 15 years. We yeah, don't, we're, we're, they were like nervous to act. That's what they well, said. And they're the only ones in that because show that they didn't have really to really to act. They were kids. I mean, when they, were, they started the right. show, they were babies. They didn't have to do anything but. They'd remember what to say, and it could come out anyway, and it would just be cute because they were the Olsen. Well, and, and they're like, uh, you know, like billionaires now. I mean, they're the only ones on the show that don't really need to do the right. work. Like right. Stephanie yeah. Tanner was like on meth for a while. Yeah. 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 Kimmy Swinton. I'd, I'd always watch these, you know, we watched all the sitcoms in the 90s. I always wanted to see like a crossover of like Roseanne and Full House. Because she was like a blue collar, like real deal, no nonsense, bullshit and sassy kind of girl, and Full House was always like, "Well, that's okay that you broke my car, my eighty thousand dollar, you know, custom yeah. car. Let's just have some ice cream and learn a lesson." Where yeah. Dad would like punch a hole through Michelle's face and be like, <laughs> "Rosie, I'm getting a drink." I think it'd be so weird though to watch, uh, and I think he's a very funny guy. When he's being himself and not the stupid character in Full House, and the, yeah. and then you know the America's Funniest Home Video, where he had to be real cheeseball. But actually, Bob Saget's a very funny guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's hilarious. just being himself, and he's cursed. Like when he was on Entourage, <laughs> he was cringe all the way the to the bank. Yeah, and he comes in and he and he says, I "Got a housewarming gift for you. My wife got the house in the Palisades. I got four yeah. of the houses. I don't give a shit. I don't give no a shit. Entourage." <laughs> Yeah, he's a dirty comedian, man, and he was even before Full House. And you could kind of see him cringing yeah, a little bit sometimes on America's yeah. Funniest Home Videos with the voices and all that. But yeah. he was he was making banks, so I don't he didn't oh, yeah. shit. That's the easiest job ever. 
But none of none of them really made it big. John Stamos, who, um, you know, he's a big name. Yeah. But he only makes he really only makes he's exactly. He's still a great looking guy, but he's just a guy who shows up every now and then in television and Broadway. Yeah. And um, right. hasn't been a part of anything really. Right. Joey had that other Full show, House. that other uh, sketch show back in the nineties, and then he was out. People. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, right after America's Funniest Home Videos, America's Funniest People, starring Joey Gladstone and some chick, yeah, some hot chick. Uh, <laughs> quick funny story. When I was doing the uh, Show Your Short show at Flappers, um, Dave Coulier opened up, or didn't open up. He did the show, the slot before Show Your Shorts. So I was marketing oh, it. I no was like, on like Twitter on the Show Your Shorts. Dave Coulier opens up Show Your Shorts. And Ugh. Flapper's like, you can't, he's not, he's not doing that. And I'm like, I need this in my life. Let me just bullshit this and do it. But I was like, he is. but I made it like, you know, he was opening up the show. Like we were gracious enough to allow Dave Coulier to have three favorite shorts. Like it was a big show. But so, you know, they, I took it down. But there was still like a lot of people in the crowd from the show before who thought like the next was going to be big. Boy, right, yeah. were they let down. They watched yeah. Dave Coulier loving Full House. And then I come out, I'm like, hope you like grammar Nazi videos. You're watching it. I'm Jewish. And and the girl who plays Mrs. Stamos is like the woman who you might see on a Lifetime program once a month. Who's the actress? A year, I don't know her name. Oh, that plays Mrs. Katsopoulos? Yeah. Oh, the show, right? Yeah. That key. Becky, is that her name? I think we could put this one in the L columns. <laughs> Lori Laughlin, still two thumbs up. That's uh, Becky. Kimmy Gibbler, still two thumbs down. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Most of them made the the clickbait. Where are they now? Yeah. You know, they, and they were all doing other jobs. God, yeah. You know. The royalties they make, though, is that still substantial? Like, does Full House still air on like Nick at Night or anything like that, or MeTV? Yes, or... every night, every okay, night so they're, on those they're channels. But I don't know if they have any sort of deal because mm. what Seinfeld did, like, that was the first of its kind, and now everybody copies yeah. that for syndication yes. rights. I don't know if these guys locked in any sort of deal like that. Yeah. Oh, one little insider I heard about this too is Jeff Franklin, the producer of the show. I know the guy who yeah. he's a chef. He used to be his private chef at his house, which was the Manson Murder House, by the way. Jeff Franklin <laughs> in the hills. Um, oh. Jeff Franklin has so much money, he was saying, because he was one yes. of the last producers in that era that was able to lock in that deal where yes. years and years and years from now, he's still going to be making more money than any of these, these mm -hmm. the actors on the show. So he Jeff Franklin makes like boatloads of money. He was on Stern, and he's like – Howard was like, do you just get like random checks in the mail? Because just random really? shows, they shift schedules. So like mm -hmm. his checks are different amounts every every week or yes. month or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's like, sometimes we're like 29 grand a week for like wow. just for his TV show airing. Oh, in like my God. Japan. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we, we know what that's like. I mean, the podcast. Well, I mean, Larry David and, and yeah. the whole cast. What, look what, none of them ever had to work after 1998. No, nope. none of them Oh, how much nope. were they making an episode, Seinfeld? I mean, they were making what? I mean, at the, at the final run. Mm -hmm. 
I think they were offered. I think he was offered a million dollars an episode I think to go. Jerry forward. was making a million. The rest were making seven hundred and fifty. I don't know, yeah. but I know Jerry was making a million. Yeah. Do you think the, the other last, actors the were kind season. of pissed off? Like, hey, we're we're making like a million dollars an episode. You're gonna quit, or do you think they were all cool with it? No, his idea of leaving with his head up is something that's got to be. There's got to be something more to that. I mean, there yeah. was no way the show was gonna lose ratings. I mean, there's no way because people right, it kept watching it so many years oh. after. It was gaining an audience uh, towards the end. Yeah, you think something happened? Like he, he should have just... done. I think he should have done a full ten years of the show. Yeah, I can agree with that. But then it's funny. I, I didn't really get into Curb you and Your Enthusiasm. But then when I did, I said, this is the better show. I wish they'd bring that back. Great show. I would like to see that back. Yeah. You got yeah, a racist dog. It's going to come back. Do, is it? It's been off now since, what, 2011? Yeah, for like a while. But yeah. That's the great thing. Whenever he feels like doing it again, HBO yeah. will say, okay, let's do it. You couldn't bring Seinfeld back because so many people are dead. Right, and it's so much time has passed, it would be kind of awkward. Right. Morty's dead, Uncle Leo's dead. Um, oh, yeah, Morty. Yeah, and uh, you wouldn't be left... There's a lot of people dead on that. Oh, and the, and the guy who even played the boss. Oh, no, and Michael Richards, too. Oh, no, wait, that was his career that died. <laughs> oh, we do it, Hell's Kitchen! <laughs> So okay, in the final season, Jerry was making a million an episode, and everybody else, well, the other three were making six hundred thousand. Twenty-two shows a season. Shabby. That's pretty good. That's nineteen ninety-eight too. Yeah. And they continue making money because yeah. they get paid royalties. Right. That, I remember the show was on TBS and one and or Fox, and then it was Fox and TBS. It, it, I think it airs. On three different networks now at the same time. And it's on yeah. Hulu, too. And they play consecutive ones. And it's on Hulu. And it's on Crackle. They're making... You know, they even have on TBS... The show hasn't been on in almost 20 years. But they even have, like... They still film, like, uh, sideshows that, like, talk about it. Like, they had this comedian yeah. on. I forget his name. But they're like, hey, we're watching Seinfeld. Let's talk about your favorite thing. You know, they still, like, yes. cater to that yeah, audience. Like, it's, it's, a, so like it's a new show. Yeah, because there's right. new audience. There's a new audience for it every day. Like, I love Does this Does anybody thing. watch, speaking of Crackle and Seinfeld, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Great show. I haven't so, seen it. That. Sometimes it's got a boring comedian that, you know, I just I don't get into. But sometimes it, I think it's really funny. Yeah, Pretty really good. good. Yeah. I've watched, like, every episode. There's and I love the Cars. CK is great. Stern is great. Letterman. He, Cat he, Williams. Like, the fun I thought I thought Barack was a good episode. Yeah, Obama was good. He was funny. Uh, he even, dude, Michael Richards is on it, and he even like yeah. gets he even he gets emotional about, about the yeah, yeah the whole thing. Racial Talks about thing. the meltdown. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you you've never been there, buddy. He's like, you have never been to a place that dark. Wow. Because you know, afterwards, he obviously was like, "What the hell did I do?" <clears throat> I think it wasn't Michael Richards like popping a lot of pills then and stuff too. Like he was kind of. Out of I control. think I was just going nuts because everyone probably he, called him Kramer. He only could be Kramer. I mean, yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus waited type. several years before she got back on the air with another character. Yes. And there was that the one show did okay, but then she got that show Veep, and that was a successful show. New Adventures he of did Old that. Old he did the Michael Richards show, and it sucked. It bombed. Yeah, that did bomb. And, they and all did a show that bombed. see Michael Richards. They want to see Kramer. I don't want to see him be himself. Right. You know, I don't want to see real that. life. You know. Just put him on another show as somebody else's neighbor. They all yeah. did a show that bombed. <laughs> be funny if yeah. Jerry did a show that bombed. You know, nope. like Jerry came out. Jason Alexander is pretty much his theater now. He does, uh, you know, yeah. 
from time to time. Shallow hell. He sings. Yeah, he does. Life's a ball of butter. Lemon tree. You're never gonna rain on my parade. <laughs> Who's that in the corner? Who <laughs> oh, no. All right, I think we can put this one on the W column tonight, boys. Slice. Actually, we have one minute left. Let's uh, let's just make it a good uh, full hour. No. Let's end this with the uh, traditional Scottish prayer. Oh, no, I, I don't have anything for this. We can just put this one on a W. Uh, it's gonna be a lovely Friday show. We'd like to thank everybody for listening. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle, and please remember to download us on iTunes for free, and as well check us out on Podbean at. The podcastle.podbean.com with Jonathan Hassinger, Lord Michael Biscardi, and Cheshire Cat Matthew Clark. I just want to thank you for listening. We're saying good night. See ya. Godspeed. Up in the deuce, he gives me the scoop about the fake ass truths and how niggas out there wanna play. I take a